Welcome back to episode 23 of the We Are Everywhere podcast. Uh, we had to take a little break last week. Uh, I guess it's been two weeks since we recorded. Um, got COVID for the second time. So uh, shout out to Pfizer for uh, giving me a vaccine that works. <laughs> I'm not going down that road, but uh, we're good. We're back and um, got a really cool episode coming up. Um Someone I've never met, which you've heard me say before, these are my favorite because I like meeting new people. Um, without further ado, I'm going to let him introduce himself. This is Tim Bangert. What's up, Tim? Hey, Clay. How are you today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. So before we get into anything fish, yep. who is Tim? Uh, where are you from? Uh, what's your Netflix password? What's your social security number? Right. All of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get those. Those will be in the sh the show notes later on. I'll make sure I <laughs> drop those in. Um, yeah. yeah, my name is Tim Bangard. I live in a far flung suburb of Chicago, about halfway from Chicago to Rockford, called Gilberts. Cool. Um, and Gilbert. uh, yeah, Gilberts. It's got an S on the end. It's not quite oh, like S. the one in Arizona. Yeah, gotcha. multiple Gilberts. Okay. So, I live um, I live about uh, fifty miles straight south of Alpine Valley, which I'm sure we'll get oh. into there. So it makes it, you know, it's yeah. kind of a, a home court. Yeah, here. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, live here. I've got two daughters, got a uh, lovely wife, and um, they've kind of fled the building at the moment, but uh, <laughs> all, all good. And uh, I've really been looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so we reached out or we connected on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I reached which, out to you. Yeah, you reached out to me, which mm -hmm. which I love because it's one of those things to where you know, like you start up a project like this mm -hmm. and, you know, there's like the fears and the insecurities of like, oh my God, like, am I, is this even going to be a thing? Are people going to like it? And it always feels good whenever people do like reach out to me instead of me reaching out to them, which it's like, so thank you for doing that. Oh, and, yeah. I, I love listening. To, I love listening to people just have conversations about their experiences and listening to how, you know, other people, I think the first, the first uh, one I listened to was with Anderson. Oh yeah, she um, was that great. Was, that was that was excellent because it was a before and after, and uh, I know they they can't all be like that, but that was yeah. it was a wonderful conversation and that kind of went, oh yeah, that's great. And then um, I'll do this before we we get into everything else. But um, the next one I listened to actually, I've been reading Merch Table Blues. Oh, there so you go. You've you've sold one book on your podcast for. There for you go. Um, I'm sure Mr. Connors will be uh, happy with that. It's really good so far. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. So oh, that's cool. highly that's recommended. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, see, things like this work, man. <laughs> this is the, yeah, just to show that, you know, give you that little, a little juice to keep going. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that. <laughs> and um, whenever you did reach out, um, I always like talking to people, obviously, that have been doing this. And by this, I mean the fish thing longer than I have, because there is such a, a history to it that yeah. I'm fascinated with and am so envious of, you know, that why couldn't I be, you know, in my twenties, in the nineties, you know, and like experience all this. Um, so, um, you actually have sent over, um, should we call it an essay? Is that, a yeah, I, I think I called it a self-indulgent essay. It was actually, it's more from my memory and it was, it's just a long kind of personal essay about how I was introduced to the band and the first trip I took to go see a show. And 
Uh, I did that for week. myself a while back, just just because you know the mind's starting to go later on in life, and it'll <laughs> yeah. be fun to look back on it and remember. Yes, because we unfortunately we don't know what's in store for all of our brains, you know, right in the future, and so that is nice to document everything. Uh, that's why and I think, do. And there and there there wasn't we didn't have camera phones and everything back then, so we yeah. don't, I don't have a picture of every you know everything, and I, and that's you have one a of the picture from back then. You I have do a have a, I do have a picture, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get, get into, into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's here's the thing. I like to start cold with these because, sure. like I said, I want to get to know you before. I mean, I want to get to know you the same time that whoever's listening to this is getting to sure. know you. And you sent over the essay, and I told myself I'm not going to read it. I'm going to hear it from him. But this That's morning, <laughs> this morning, I caved. I woke up. My alarm went off. And as I was laying in bed, you know, checking emails, doing whatever I'm doing, I was like, I'm just going to read it. So I read <laughs> the essay and um, it's really, it, it's good. I felt like I was reading like a, like a intro to like a book or something, you know, it, it you have a really good way with words. Um, and it took me about 30 minutes to read. So I don't know if that means I'm a slow reader or if that means that yeah. that's actually it how long it <laughs> I think I looked, it's, it's like, it's like 2,500 words. I looked at the word count because okay, I went back you. and stared at it just to try and remember a little bit, but yeah, so it was, and like I said, it was self-indulgent. Yeah. Just no, trying it, to remember how I got to where we were. And, it, and so, you painted, it was, a, it was, it was a good story. I mean, you painted the picture great. And if you don't mind, um, I will put that in. Are you cool with me yeah, sharing no, that fine. in the quote unquote yeah, show feel, notes? Feel, feel free. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Cause you did a really good job and you really were very descriptive. I felt like I got to experience that trip with you. Um, so usually the first two questions that I ask um, are what got you hooked on fish and when and where was your first show? So this essay basically answers those right. two questions. So um, let's let's get into that if, if you don't mind. Yeah. Like you don't have to read it word for word or. Oh, even I'm not going to. No, no, I'm not, I don't yeah. have it anywhere near me right now. This yeah. is just, just conversation. Yeah. Just go from, you know, walk us through your first show was. My first show was The Great Went in, exactly. up in, in Maine. But uh, the first part of that, I think one of the first questions you usually ask is, you know, how did you get into the how did you get into fish? And yep. the, the first part of that goes into. You know, I had several false starts with the band. Um, right. I had a lot of, I had several people who recommended me. Oh, you've <laughs> got to hear the band. My cousin said, Oh, here, you hear this is fish. This is great. Um, and she put on Junta and, you know, Fee starts off and I'm listening to it and it's 1993 or so. And so I'm in college and it's, you know, everything's grunge and everything's you yeah. know, all that. And I'm thinking, what, what is this? Why <laughs> that this, why, why, why is this so great? Yeah. And it and I kind of just went, dude, it, it didn't happen. And, and it, at that same year, I had a resident um, on my floor in college who, you know, he knew I listened to a lot of different stuff. And he said, here, listen to this. And he handed me a copy of a picture of Nectar. And he said, these guys are great. And I started it and Llama pops on and, and okay, this is a little quirky, but whatever. And then it kind of dips into Eliza and you think, but this is kind of a whiplash of stuff and it sounded <laughs> kooky. And I wasn't there yet. Yeah. And a year, two years later, somebody else on campus knew how to, I had a campus radio show. So I'd throw all kinds of stuff. I did on. too. Yeah. It was, it, ours didn't even go out over the air. It went over the cable on campus. And um, so we'll, we'll get to the, uh, the guy who helped me get into that. But 
somebody handed me a copy of Hoist and said, you need to listen to Fish. And I went, really? Again? With the Fish? Why does and, this band keep popping up? And so I put them on. I put Julius on. And I was like, oh, this is all right. And so this, th it sounded, you know, it's got that kind of boogie beat in the background of yeah. it. A little kind of classic Rocky almost in a way. Yeah. And, and or not Julius. Um, yeah, Julius does. Mm -hmm. And then Down With Disease. And I was like, I can handle that. This is pretty good. And I, I remember making a copy of that and listening to it quite a bit. Um, wasn't my favorite thing in the world, but okay. We're getting and somewhere. It, it's not like somewhere. a, uh, what is we're, that? We're, we're, fin we're finally going, okay, I recognize the band. And then yeah. I, I gra graduate college, bounce around for a while and end up near in, in the Chicago area with a job. And a few months after taking this job, a friend of mine, Andy, who he's the guy who helped me get into the radio stuff at, at school. He lives out in New York. And where did he you said, go to hey, school? Well, I went to school in Peoria, in Peoria at, gotcha. Brad at Bradley University. Cool. Right. So shout out to Bradley there. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my buddy Andy, he lives in, in Rochester. He said, hey, you should come. You want to go see this band Fish? He had seen them a couple of times um, after he had graduated. And so I said, oh, what the heck? Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll come see him. Where are they playing? And he said, well, they're playing in Maine. Like, oh, <laughs> really? Okay, why not? Let's go. And so um, I had only been at this job for like a few months and I took time off, which to me now sounds crazy. Like, how did they not just can me? But anyway, so I picked Worth up another it. old friend of ours. Yeah, totally. It picked up an old friend of ours, Bill, and we, we traveled to, to Rochester. And I'm thinking, okay, it's just Maine. You just got to get across Massachusetts and a little. But right. it was so far away. We... <laughs> You, you go all the way across I-90 and then you go up I-5 until it ends, you know, at the border. And then you get off at the last exit and then you go north for another 200 miles or whatever it was. And I couldn't believe what we were doing. You're like, I wait, like, all these states what? are supposed to be little. <laughs> yeah. Maine is really tall. But anyway, so, so my first show was 1,500 miles away for a band that I kind of had a, a middling interest in. That you knew four songs of. <laughs> So, so yeah, that, that's how, that's how I ended up at, at, uh, the great went with, with a couple of buddies who, uh, it, it was a good, it was a great time. I mean, that would, I mean, if you're going to start off with a show, you start off with something that yeah. at that end. And I don't know if I didn't, don't think I appreciated it like I should have at that that's, point, but now looking back on it going, Oh, I was, I was actually, I, I knew what was happening the second night though, when, yeah. when the second set hit, that truly was one of those magical moments in life where everything just went oh my gosh it, this is the, and yeah you're saying that like i got goosebumps just now because i'm <laughs> feeling that like because if you've seen fish enough you know in kind of taking that similar path of like oh it's cool like you know this is a fun like environment there's a band playing yeah but i'm not really into it and whenever that hits like whenever mm -hmm. you, you witness that magical moment it's like right oh it's like taking I don't want to promote drug use, but it's like taking drugs for the first time where you're like, oh, right. <laughs> my mind is open now. <laughs> um, but that's that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to touch on, because as all this is in your essay, which will be in the show <laughs> notes, um, I was reading it. And the first thing that popped in my head, like once you got to um, the great went and you were talking about the uh, the bathtub gin, right. I was like, oh, my gosh. And even in your essay, you said. Even in this moment, I wasn't familiar with the song, but I knew once it got going that something, something was happening, something special was happening. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. And so I hadn't listened to that in so long. But I remember I was like, dude, this is so it, 
I'll call it like a bliss jam because it feels blissy, you know, like it, the, it very much so. Yeah. And so I put it on as I was making my coffee because um, I've recently kind of gotten my girlfriend into fish and she can like yeah. she'll know songs now and she's like singing along, you know, with some words and stuff. Um, and I was putting it on this morning and she was like, what's this one? And I was like, oh, this is uh, like a really like well-known, like really great high tier bathtub gin. And uh, she was listening to it and I was like, did you like it? She's like, yeah. And I'm always like wanting that. I think that's why I started this podcast. Cause I like to nerd out a little bit more, you know, right, like, right. talk about it. Um, but getting back to my main point, my thought, whenever I was reading that, I was like, Oh no, like it was, it was wasted because you weren't, you weren't like a die hard, you know, like going to like, Oh my God, this is like the best gen ever. But then my thought process shifted and I was like, no, what a perfect way to, show on your first show and someone right. that you had mentioned hadn't really grasped onto fish as a whole um what a perfect way to do that because the, a, a core memory like that's you were there that was your first time that's so cool man I, I have a i have a ragged picture of it from where we were we were a little off to the page side on it we couldn't really see the whole stage very well we were pretty close but it's just an old, you know, grainy photo. But I actually have a photo, and you kind of off to the side, you can see the the piece of artwork next to Fishman's drum set. I'm I'll see if I can find that. But That's yeah, it's cool. it was just one of those. Uh, it, it was a magical time. And then that whole set. It's not just the bathtub gin. It's right. the one one of the best down with diseases. And it the the 2001 and the the Harry Hood was just like religion, you know, yeah. washing over with with them just cutting the lights and. I'd never uh, been, and the, the yeah, the glow stick war was insane. Um, but but I'll tell people that, that yeah, the second set is the you know one of the the pinnacles of anybody you know their of the career. The third set is like a is a, it's a come down, but it's in a, in a good way. It's almost like a landing off yeah. of this this thing. And I remember hearing them play dirt for the first time and the, the whistling, and it's just kind of that it's got the thing and. I don't know if I if I had tears in my eyes or not, but I that's what the one song that like stuck with me that I actually whistled in my head for a long time until I was able to actually see them again. Yeah. Um, so that that's strange that that would be the one like, oh, you were there for the bathtub gin or and all that. And I'm like, yeah, but the dirt really hit me hard in the third set. Yeah. So it's, sometimes it's funny to see what the, the things that that really yeah, capture people you actually come away with yeah right and i can see that i mean and first off there's no shame in crying at fish shows i've cried at <laughs> I've I, cried I, at I might have been exhausted too so <laughs> just overwhelmed in general mm -hmm. uh but man i love dirt it, it's one of those you know if it's placed right like mm -hmm. within the set uh i love the song and it is it's it can get depending on where you're at in life or you know just even your headspace in that moment I can see that being an emotional song, so I can see that sticking yeah. with you. And it it's it's easier to whistle whistle. It's easier to whistle dirt than it is to the jam of bathtub gin. You know, right. <laughs> of course, that's going to be stuck in your head more than yeah, that. Yeah, you can you can you can uh, you can go just go ahead and whistle like Rhapsody in Blue, and then you've kind of got bathtub gin. <laughs> so, you know. good point. Good yeah. point. Um, but yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, and one of the things that made me laugh about the, um, about reading your essay was, and I swear, uh, this morning, not that I was trying to, uh, to know you more than I need to, but I have a few fish <laughs> books. Like I have right. the, uh, fish companion. I have the one, um, 
I have a bunch of them too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know if I have this one. So I like pulled out the book and I'm like looking through to see if I can find the picture. Um, It's just, yeah, it's it's the official ones. The, the fish book is the the one the band put up. Yeah. And so um, (laughs) you were at, if you're not familiar with um, uh, limestone or not limestone, uh, the great went. Yeah. um, There was a, there was a photo shoot. And if you've seen um, bittersweet motel, it's, there's a, there's some footage of the the photo shoot that took place where everyone was uh, naked. Yeah, everyone was naked, trial. and you yeah. were you were in that, right? <laughs> yeah, that that's a funny story. That the two guys that I were with are probably considered a little bit more uh, outgoing or a little bit more free spirited than me. And and I think I I'm the one that told them. I said we're gonna do we're gonna get in that photo shoot when they mentioned somebody mentioned it, and there were there was a flyer somewhere about it. And they, I think they looked at me both and they said, oh, there's no way he's going to, he'll, he's not going to do that. And I said, yeah, we're doing it. So the next morning it came up and we, they, they followed me over and we, we got into the photo shoot and it was like 1100 people right, just laying down on this old runway. And <laughs> it's not even I, grass. <laughs> no, but it, 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 but it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. It was, it was just one of those, we, we went out and we did it. But the, the thing is, they, they, gave, they were going to send the photo out mm-hmm. to everybody who participated. And at that point, I was bouncing around between places that I lived. And, sure. And yeah. I, I, never, I never received it. But, but my, my friend Andy did. He actually has it framed at his house. And it's very, you know, kind of artsy looking, black and white, metallic looking photo. And it's, it, it always looks like a bunch of just corpses to me. Yeah. No, so it's I, a little strange. <laughs> I can see that. Like, if you don't know what it is, right? You just like, see that hanging up in somebody's house, you'd be like, "What is this, dude?" <laughs> it, and it completely belies the whole the the whole atmosphere. It was so it was very joyous kind of yeah. thing. And yeah. So a year later, um, Fish puts out this book that that kind of chronicles when they made um, Billy Breeze, I think, when mm-hmm. they were Bearsville, and they kind of um, do that and in there there's a section there there are photos from the great wind and there's a lot of photos of it it's that one of those is a great photo from behind where they're doing the acapella um carolina on the second day you can see the whole crowd it's a great shot yeah but then there are two photos from this spencer tunic photo shoot there's a there's a color one where everybody's sitting down going hey and then there's a yeah. black and white one where i think it looks like people are returning from the photo shoot and there's kind uh-huh. of a woman in the foreground kind of leaping ha and in in the background i'm one of the people in the background <laughs> so um mom and dad if you're if you ever listen to this <laughs> i've been published that's so funny yeah uh, it's it's it, it's just one of those little funny flexes like i'm in that book well yeah we don't, you really don't it was cold that morning so that's it's like are you a seinfeld fan <laughs> yeah shrinkage yeah, definitely. It's like where George is like changing, and he's like, "I was in the pool. I was in the pool." It was it was chilly. We were we were pretty far north. So. Yeah, no, I I could see <laughs> it that. was so fun. My question about this is, did you just buy the book and are flipping through and see it, or did someone mm-hmm. say like, "Hey, no. like you're in this"? I no, I I think I ordered the book because I knew it was coming out, and mm-hmm. I tried to get it signed. I was I live was living in Chicago. At, in that point in time in late 98 when it came out and the band actually was at a borders books doing a book signing of it during their three night UIC run. And I didn't get in line early oh. enough or else I would have had them sign that, sign that page. And <laughs> hey, so, this is me, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think I think that would have been pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one. And from what we were saying, like with the original photo being framed, like for you personally, <laughs> like I, you could get that one framed. Like if you were to get like a copy. Yeah, of I don't think that needs to be. It doesn't need to be framed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's good hiding on the bookshelf. <laughs> that's still. I mean, as um, personal and intimate as that is, you know, it's still it's still really cool. You know, yeah, I mean, that's just one of those little funny things that happens. A kind of a yeah claim to fame yeah, uh, out so. of all the the stories, and there are millions of stories. So. <laughs> At least you can say you're published in the fish book, you know. Right. right. So if anybody wants to see a little bit more of Tim, he's on I page I, I actually have a, I have a couple of reviews in one of the other books, like the uh, the Farmer's Almanac six, maybe. I wrote some show reviews in there, but oh, very those, cool. Those aren't as interest. Those aren't as uh, <laughs> nobody cares about those. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, though, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why not? You know. Um. So now that we kind of know your your story too much of, about me right <laughs> no more about you than any other guest um now that we know your story of how you got into fish your first show that whole trip um fast forward to today you've spent time with obviously 1.0 2.0 3.0 fish um do you have a favorite year of fish that you keep going back to like you're going to turn something on you're like man i i always seem to go back to 95 or right you know 2018 do you have a favorite year yeah you know i was thinking about this one and the the two years that i saw the most shows were 98 and 99 and they're oh. just chock full of stuff but i'm gonna go with a weird one i'm gonna say 2019 okay um because the, it would just seem like they were they'd gotten into this different uh phase of the band and they were so good i only i think i, I just saw three shows that year but everything else that I've heard from 2019 is fantastic. And I, I think it, part of the root of that goes to the fact that between Halloween of 2018 and when I saw them, they did Kazvat Vax, mm -hmm. traded Ghosts of the Forest, and they had basically already done, and I'm guessing that was near completion because they played everything. They had done everything from Sigma Oasis. Mm -hmm. And any band 35 years into their run that can do three completely different albums within that short time span it just floors me um and i i always think of it this way is there's fish's catalog is so good that if you went to a show and they only did songs that from say fuego until now mm -hmm. and they you wouldn't be dissatisfied you could i mean i wouldn't i sure they, they could put together a whole show and not have anything from the first 30 you know, years and you go, what a great show. That was. Sure. You know? And I think 2019 speaks to that. And it, and it I'm, I'm guessing it's going to continue. Um, so so yeah. I, I can throw that out there. So to that point, um, you made an interesting point because I had never thought of it that way. Um, if I went to a show and everything that they played was only from mm -hmm. 09 forward, right? Right. From joy, fuego, like you mentioned, big boat. Um, I'm sure that I would miss like my disease and like my tweezer and my yim and like those heavy hitters, you know, that everybody like wants to hear. Um, but they've done a really good job of creating those new jam vehicles mm -hmm. um, with some of their new, like a light, like you, you hear a light now you're like, Oh, there's a really good chance that they're going to jam this, you know, yeah. or um, even more recently, like the, um, and I get all of these new songs mixed up. Uh, that's all right <laughs> like the, the 
the right or do they jam rise come together or um yeah a little bit um i always i always think it's just kind of a late second set everybody kind of you know put your lighters up a little bit yeah yeah one of those type things but yeah either way i can't name a bunch of them but to the point they've created these new jam vehicles to where well, you go, just go with things like steam or you go with things like no sure. men in no man's land or That's you know yes. there, there, there are tons of them that that are that are out there absolutely yeah, yeah. mercury you know yeah exactly i i don't even want to talk about ruby waves because i, I was can just hear about all i can be here all day talking about the one at alpine valley because you know i know you're going to ask about jams and i that one's just almost too on the nose because that you were there, like, right? Yeah. That, that felt like the whole place was just levitating. And yeah. another situation where Andy and I, we were looking at each other to saying, we're seeing something special. And it was kind of, it's one of those things where the whole place kind of was going, Whoa, what are they doing? Yeah. And yeah, it was great. It's, I, I wasn't even there, but like I'm getting, I get goosebumps so many times during these episodes because <laughs> that's why i love talking about like the band and the music because it not even being there just sitting here in my office like you get that same rush that same feeling and it's just it's it's indescribable i mean and you've seen you've named two iconic jams that you've seen one in 3.01 and 1.0 i mean are there any other ones like through you said your main years were 98 and 99 right like, but i've seen i've seen them throughout i mean i've only sure. had a couple of patches where i didn't really go to shows like after I mean, 2009 i saw one 2012 i saw one but then 2015 is when i kind of started picking things back getting up back yeah yeah I, i've been thinking about this one too about the jams and I, i'm going to tell you take two of them one of them that i wasn't at that i love to tell people just go listen to the coral sky cross-eyed and painless from 96 the, the second what? time Coral Sky. Oh, yeah. Coral Sky. Floyd. Yeah. Yes. That one with Carl Perazzo, the extra yeah. percussion on it. Yeah. Even the intro to it where, where Trey's saying, hey, we're going to play this. Do you remember it? And he's playing the riff form before they start. It's this yeah. one. It's this one. And then they just it's just like a rocket ship. Dude. And it, I love that's one that I will listen to all the time. I love it. Um, and yeah. I don't know if you're a if you're a runner or do anything like that, but that's one that was on my I have a running playlist of jams that okay you know, that are fun to run to um and that one will get you in down the, the road yeah it'll get you down the road <laughs> and i remember speaking of coral sky um one of my buddies i was kind of like you like you know you said you were moving around a lot and everything right um you know we hopped around but there was like a core group of us you know sometimes it would be all of us sometimes it'd be a couple of us living we were all kind of like living in the same spots and one of my buddies i can't remember who it was had the coral sky dvd and it kind of right. made its way with this, you know, all throughout those moves and everything. And it was one of those, it was a staple. Like you, it was just always yeah. on, you know, Friday, Saturday night, you know, house parties going on. And it's just the, the soundtrack is the squirrel, <laughs> squirrel sky, squirrel, squirrel sky. <laughs> squirrel sky. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's awesome, man. I love and, it. And then one, I, I was thinking about uh, one that I've actually was at that doesn't get as much recognition as it should. But it's available on the live fish um, from the the Halloween '98. It's not from Halloween night. They the the fourth disc in that one is actually the from the night from the thirtieth. It's Las oh. Vegas, October of '98. They played a, um, a my favorite version of Run Like an Antelope. Okay. It's just it's just an amazingly great like twelve minutes of just straight ahead antelope jam, and then it drops out, and the the whole dropout section it takes them like a minute 
to get to the the Rai Rai Rocco section. And it's like really spacey and Trey starts doing loops in it and it's just kind of going back and forth. And it takes a whole nother minute for him to get to the Marco. And he's like, it's almost like he's in a pool playing Marco Polo. He's like, Marco. That's cool. It's echoing everywhere. And then it takes a whole nother minute to get to the, the next part because this, I would recommend every everybody to go listen to the it's 103098 and cool. yeah it's it's not like crazy you know inventive but the 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 final section of it is just something that they didn't rush through and it's just like oh yeah and it makes you just feel so good and so. that's one of those things about the band is you know anyone that's well versed in them and seen them mm -hmm. a lot um you can tell when they're being patient and you can tell when they're rushing exactly i.e the ripcord yeah. um and the patience like if we, you could uh I, I don't even know how to describe this but like if you get a quote-unquote patience show if you're following me here to where everything, yeah, yeah, yeah they're taking their time and they're they're listening and yes yeah those are the those are the ones and it doesn't have to be like oh my god there's so many like type two jams and everything was like super perfect as yeah. long as they're listening and being patient and not rushing things those are some of the best man yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna steal one more for you too because yeah I'm, go for it this, this is a uh from farm aid 98 oh and cool yeah just just see it besides it being a really great little set that they did with had like runaway gym and birds of a feather and it had uh um uh, i can't remember else where, they, where else they played in there but this is the one where neil young came out and played down by the river with him That's which so cool was like it floored me being there because the whole place had basically emptied out it was cold and rainy and fish was the last were the last band to go on and so everybody like came down into the the amphitheater and got into the center so and that close which was good because that place sound, has terrible sound unless you're right in the center <laughs> and uh it was it was just magical watching Neil Young walk out, and it's like, wait, he's got one of Trey's guitars. It wasn't it was he had a Languedoc and he playing wow. it, and you could just see the the look on Trey's face. His eyes were bigger than usual. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And they were you know jammed out for like twenty minutes, and then uh, I tell people the people this. It's the one time in my life I ever got mad at Willie Nelson because Willie Nelson came walking out on the stage. Like okay, we got to wrap this up. We got to we got to do the final everybody jam. You know, will the circle be unbroken kind of uh, stuff. Yeah, and I was like, Willie, don't you know what you're getting in the middle of here, <laughs> dude? And that's so funny because before, um, I always have to look back. I'll stick with me on this. I always have to look back at previous episodes to see what I've worn because mm -hmm. in the episode, because I am one of those people that have like five shirts, you know, like three hats, like so. I'm always like wearing the right. same thing. And so this episode, I didn't look to see what I was wearing in the last episode. And I put on, I had a Willie Nelson t-shirt on. Oh. <laughs> and just right before we started recording, I was like, I might have worn this last time. So I took it off and put this one on. But yeah, if I would have had that Willie Nelson shirt. It would have been a great reference. Yeah, good reference. <laughs> a great reference. Missed the boat on that one. But that's dude, okay. that's so that iconic. Cool. Like you've seen so many cool things. Like. And I don't even have, and I'll tell you this, I don't, uh, like the buddies that I have, uh, like te text conversation going back and forth with, I'm like the noob of, <laughs> of all these guys. I was the latest to see a show. They've all seen way more shows than me. And I'm sure, sure they've seen just as, as many iconic ones. But I think I've, I've been lucky living here in the Chicago area. It's sure. easy to get to so many. I, mm -hmm. I counted up how many shows I've actually missed 
here in this area. It, it just, you know, would put me like, hi, I'm, I'm only like, have only seen like 50 shows, okay. um, which doesn't seem like a lot anymore when I talk right. to other people. But when I think about it, it's like, wow, that's 50 shows. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then if you start, it's one of those things, like as I get older, whenever I was younger and like first getting into the band, it was, uh, it was to me kind of like, I was noticing that like your show count was like, like I've talked about it before. It's like a, like a badge of honor, like a, like a right. boy scout patch, you know, you're like, okay, I hit 25. Okay. I hit 50 or whatever the number is. And then now recently I look back at it and I've still, I want to see every show that I can. Right. But, uh, recently I, I did a rough estimate of, you know, okay, I'll take my 51 shows. Let's times that by 60 bucks. You know, you don't, <laughs> you don't want to do it, the math. It adds up. Yeah. <laughs> But up. over over 25 years, that's only going to see him a couple of times a year average, even right. That's that's including the, you know, the hiatuses and whatnot. So it's, exactly. it's, it doesn't seem that bad in, in the in the long term. Yeah, so, in the long term. But yeah, yeah, it's just like putting it in perspective of like, wow, I, I've given the band a, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, my, my friend Steve and I, he he brought up the he brought up the whole badge thing, too. Yeah. Um, and. and because he's like, oh man, you saw them, you got to see them in the nineties and everything. And, and I always say to him, yeah, but you went to see a Rosemont show that I didn't go to that people love. And you know, see, there's, there's always, you can't regret it. You just kind of have to say, you know, you, you get your badge and you, you put it on your sash and you, you move on some of the, some of them you can keep getting, you can like, oh, I've got an Alpine Valley badge, but yeah, sometimes you get a badge that says I was at Halloween this and mm -hmm. it's badges you can't get anymore. You know, it's like that. We, yeah. I love that theory. Yeah. Like, no. and, and new badges are always being created by the bands. So exactly. Like, get them, you know. Exactly. I and love it's that. one of those things to where like a lot of that is like out of your control. For example, whenever we first started and I said, I'm so envious of everyone that got to see 1.0 shows. That's kind of like I'm never I never had a chance of getting one of those badges because, you know, what am I going right. to have my parents drive me to <laughs> wherever whenever I'm five years old. Like, right. <laughs> so um, but yeah, it is. It's kind of a fun thing, you know, to be like, oh, yeah. I've seen this many shows or, oh, I was at this show or I saw the Ruby waves, you know, it's all great went. It's kind of a little fun thing to keep. Right. But keep I also think, you know, 60,000 other people were there with me too. It's not like right. I was, you know, it was a shared experience. And exactly. They, you know, they, you know, they, yeah, I, I've got, I've, you know, several of those, like, uh, you know, I was a, I was a big Cypress, you know, that's just one of those yeah. things where you, you bump into people who were there as well. And you, it's just like an immediate, do you remember when, you know, waiting in the velvet sea came on and there's like there's the light starting to come up in the east and it's like whoa it's 2000 that you know? connection yeah yeah that that was that was a, a wonderful that was a wonderful one too man i can't thing. even imagine i've had a few people yeah. on here that were at big cypress and it's just like you know talking about like the uh the the fun question of like oh if you had a time machine and you could go back to three different spots in the world like where would you go it's like <laughs> Oh, That'd be a good to, one. That would be a good one. It's yeah. like I would like to see the dinosaurs. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe see whatever else. And it's like, and then Big Cypress, <laughs> which is crazy because like I was alive during that time. But I think in the millennium, yeah, I was ten. I was ten whenever that. Yeah, happened, not a lot so. of ten-year-olds were running around. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was at least a few. There's someone out there. My someone age. had their kids. There. Yeah, someone yeah, had their I, kids there. But either way, it's it's my, cool. my kids didn't. My kids went to their first first show last year. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're they they can probably take it or leave it, but they would they they indulged me and uh, we we went and saw the show in Arkansas. 
So oh, cool, we, cool. we drove all the way down there. It was a, yeah, it was like, we'll go see the first show back. Yeah. And we met some other people down there and, and a nice small venue. And it was, it was a lot of fun. So yeah. how old are your kids? They're junior and senior in high school. So gotcha. they, they're high school kids. So they, it's kind of, I hope, I hope it's a little badge of honor, but it's not like they go running back to fish. I, I, it's, it's like with anybody else. If I really want somebody to discover fish, they kind of have to discover it on their own. I can't really force it on them. Right. So, and that's, and that's always been the best. And that's a per so before we get segue into that, like yeah. whenever they were growing up, like kids, you know, babies, even they, are you like slipping fish songs in and like, yeah, or... but they, they were never, they were never much impressed with it. You Got know? it. So the, I, I, you know, when I get in the car, we'll put the fish radio on and, and I can, I can sometimes, you know, sometimes they'll be like, Oh yeah, I think we've heard this one before. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. But you haven't heard this one before you know? <laughs> this version. And you have to like hold yourself nah. back. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it, but, but then I learn new things from them about, you know, yeah. okay, let's put on the hit radio station or some other, or like the college radio station or whatever. And, and then right. I, I need to start learning more because, you know, I'm a little stunted these days with new music. No, it can <laughs> happen. Yeah. And I would be the same way. Um, but I work in in radio and I program a, you know, it's hot AC, but it's basically a sure. pop, pop radio station. And so I've, you know, constantly got my finger on the pulse of like what's happening now, you know. But then also it's like I spend eight hours a day in the pop world and then I come home and just re-blast myself with fish and dead yeah. ween. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 good to have good to be eclectic in your music taste yeah and new perspectives yeah exactly so, and they're and they're te they're teaching me too so they they uh they're finding new artists and taking me to shows and it's so good fun so what are some of the what are some of the new artists if you can remember off the top we're, of your head that they've we're going well a few weeks ago my uh, we took my younger daughter that for the second time we went to see bastille i don't know cool. you yeah they're a great they're a great to see and they played it in a place up in madison which is pretty good not an, it's an easy drive for us. Nice. And um, another one, a little more obscure, another, our other daughter said, hey, I want to go see this guy named Dijon, um, D-I-J-O-N. And mm -hmm. he's, he's, his stuff's like really kind of challenging. And there, if you ever want to, if you want to look him up, he played on uh, Jimmy Fallon's show. Just look up Dijon okay. on Jimmy Fallon. And it's this really cool gig of him and his, his uh, uh, musicians play, playing around a table. And it's, oh. it's, it's kind of jammy. And is it okay? Yeah. So check check him out. I'd I'd recommend. It. So we yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I'll, I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah, my I, kids are you know showing me the light, which is great. Yeah, and it's one of, it's one of those things. Like even younger, whenever like I discovered fish, right? Right. I was like, okay, I put on my cool kid shirt. You know, I was like, <laughs> fish is on listening to like fish this, fish that, Grateful Dead. You know, making it like kind of my identity and like right. shutting everything out. Uh, but as I've grown, I'm like. How goofy is that? Like, there's so much. Like, still, there's this is lot. my favorite yeah. band. Like, I'm gonna pick Fish every day of the week. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, to just like shut out everything else. Like, there's so much other like good music out there. Like, for example, a, a newer artist. I say newer. Um, that I'm really in love with is Post Malone. Like, okay. Yeah. Post Malone. I don't know if it's because he's so, um, different, but still has wedged his way into mainstream like i don't know what he it gets is a lot of play him. yeah yeah but he's just he's like one of my favorites man like yeah i love they're, it I, I love it they're taking me to see the weekend in a couple of in about two weeks so Dude, yeah i kind okay. of excited 
<laughs> I love the weekend. I actually got to see I got to see him in Portland and um was on the floor. I was working in radio still at the time, so we got hooked up and I was blown away. Yeah. The weekend is he's insane. the real deal. Yeah. He is. I like, really I like good. the weekend. All right, we've kind of got. I've, I've yeah, no, it's all good. Off topic. <laughs> hey, we're still talking about music. We're still talking about music. Um, oh, and I'm going to throw one other. To, to, the, yeah. One of the first shows I saw this year back, my my wife and I, because this is semi fish related. We went and saw Reba McIntyre. So, <sighs> so, and it says Reba big behind the stage. She didn't, she didn't play the song, but it's all right. She played everything you wanted to hear from Reba McIntyre. It was Dude, a blast. Uh, you're not going to hear me hate on any country especially country from the 90s oh no dude. she's awesome i yeah. yeah i love her and i've seen people anyway. on lot even like wearing like vintage like Reba Reba shirts. <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> but yeah dude i love 90s country too yeah. um so is, is your is your wife into fish or is it still kind of like what what it is um, with your daughters yeah kind of like with 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 my daughter she's been to a ton of shows she came to big cypress with me and uh the oh, wow. uh, her her first show was in Chicago in '99, and I always tell her, you know, it, it's this show that everybody kind of looks at and says, hey, "That show wasn't that great," but it was this perfect newbie show. And it was like every song that she liked, they mm -hmm. played that day. It was like First Tube and Back on the Train and Farmhouse and Bouncing Around the Room, and and it was like this great, perfect show. And it ended, they ended it with um, um, Sun Seals was actually on stage with another guy playing harmonica playing funky bitch at Whoa. the end. So yeah, that her first show actually had a special guest. And so that's the, awesome. ne the next night I had a ticket to see them in normal Illinois at, at Illinois state. And uh, she, she came along for that too. So she saw two shows in a row. And, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So she, so she came along for the ride. She must've liked me. And so <laughs> yeah, that's and, kind and of a few months, a few months later, she flew down to meet me in Tampa and we drove to big Cypress. So that's awesome. Big fun. And and yeah. it's always fun whenever, you know, your, your partner or like your kids even will, will indulge you on that. That's kind of where I'm at with, with my girlfriend now. Um, she, before she met me, I mean, she might've heard a fish, mm -hmm. but never was like seeking it out or turning it on. And, right. you know, after we've been together for a while, like I said, she is picking up on some of the songs. She knows what's called what she enjoys or can respect, you know, the jams. Right. And her first shows, I took her to uh, Deer Creek in 21, mm -hmm. and we went down for the three nights. She did great. Got to see the simple. I was trying yeah. to explain to those her. Those are after. my last three shows. Yeah, those I are was like fantastic. I was like, for your first shows, I was like, you just got something really cool. You know, like one of those badges of honor. Like right. you can always say, like I saw the 21 Deer Creek simple. Um, and then we're going to. Um, I'm in Michigan, so we're going to uh, Pine Knob in yep. August. So that'll be her fourth show. And uh, she's a sport. She has fun with it. She she gets it. Um, still trying to sell her on the uh, the shakedown scene <laughs> because it can get <laughs> it can get pretty uh, wild or whatever. But for the most part, the music, the band, she digs it. So yeah, it's, it's always fun. fun. Yeah. Um, let's. And we already kind of covered. You know, what would you play for someone that has never heard fish? You know, yeah. You kind of have to let them. You can't force it. You kind of have yeah, to let them come to it. Though, though, my, my answer for that is always, if you want a studio, I'd, I'd say Rift. But the, the first thing I would hand them if you want to show them what live fish is, is give them a copy of Slip, Stitch, and Pass. Yes. Because it's it's like tailor-made to show you everything the band does in one 
like it's not it's not an actual set it really is it's from the same show but it, it's it was all put together to sound like one set yeah and it's got everything it's got that talking heads cover at the start it's got your funky wolfman's into a bluesy zz top cover and it's got weird my a quirky mic tune with mound or yeah. not mound um way way and then, yes. yeah and then and it's got the mics groove that's got that fun little like lounge lizardy um, yeah. lawn boy in the middle of it and them goofing around with doors lyrics and stuff in the middle of it and the, got the rolling stuff i i could go on it's just one of those things where it's like this is it distilled there's an acapella thing in there you even get the tapers going shh throughout the whole thing <laughs> i love that and and it ends with that um that version of taste that i i think is the best version of the song ever it's so razor sharp it's like they that's when they knew exactly how to play it and exactly how to end it and it's just sparkles it's Dialed i love that that's that's exactly what i would hand to anybody and say this is this is what it is in a nutshell I mean, and you know what I like that answer so much, Tim. I'm going to retire that question no, from no, no. this podcast. No, because <laughs> seriously, because seriously, uh, whenever I'm coming up with like these questions and stuff, I'll be like, oh, is that a good question? Is that not a good question? And for the most part, and no disrespect to any of the other answers that I've gotten on here because they're all great. But most of the time when I ask that question, it's like, well, you know, it depends on what the person's into. There's, there's too many factors. Right. But with the answer that you just gave, it's that I've never really thought about it. I thought about it too much. <laughs> Maybe too you much. should be doing this. Podcast. No, this, these are the things that go through my head when I'm trying to kill time. But I really feel like that is the perfect answer. Yeah. Slip, stitch and pass is, is a perfect. It's like it was made for that. You don't. Yeah, you can't. If you hand somebody a live one, it's just too expansive. It's, yeah, there's, could, there's, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to, for somebody to try and get into that tweezer. You know, it's, it's hard for me to listen to that 30 minutes worth of tweezer, you know, that kind of. Thing. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But that that's a great answer. And I, I love that. I feel like it's perfect. Um, flip side. We all we all love fish. We all know we love fish. <laughs> we got to have every great story has conflict. You have to have. Conflict. Right. Um, what is a fish song or songs that you would be OK with never hearing again? Yeah, and the, and this one I've already heard on your on your program, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna skip past it because it's I know it's controversial for you. I I could totally go without Character Zero ever again. Oh, wow. um, we had someone else say Character Zero. Yeah, yeah, it, it, but that one is just like okay, it's kind of it's always a set ender, and it's kind of like I've heard this one, I've seen him do it before, and gets sure. a little out there. But my my actual answer is going to be something more obscure. It's okay. I I don't ever want to hear them play Access Me again. <sighs> I do not like that song. What is it? I do about? not like it on a boat. I do not like it. First, <laughs> I've only seen it twice. They opened um, an Alpine show with it in 2004, and I didn't like it then when it first uh -huh. came out. And then in 2012, the only show I saw within like a six year span, um, I was at Alpine by myself. And they, second set, I think it was second set, they started playing Song I Heard the Ocean Sing, which I had wanted to hear. I've been wanting to hear this this whole time. And I thought, mm -hmm. and it's one I think they should jam out more than they ever do. And it's I'm a like, great song. Gonna, I'm like, they're going to jam this out. And about five minutes into it, they just ripcorded it and started playing Access Me. <laughs> and I, I wanted to, I wanted to just run out of the place. I was so mad. I do not like song. It's a corny mic song. That's <laughs> Uh, and he's got he's got a whole host of songs that I'm like, okay, this is a quirky, but that one's just that one just doesn't 
you know, it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, especially with it being ripcorded in the song that you've been mm -hmm. chasing, you know, it's like, it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, this is beside the point. Uh, I haven't heard it called Access Me in so long because for whatever reason, and I even forget the inside joke, but my friends and I have always called it Access Jeans. And I can't remember the punchline. We were probably on lot doing something and somebody made like a funny pun or joke or something. And we've always just called it Access Jeans ever right. since then. So hearing you say Access Me, I was like, do you mean access jeans? And I was like, oh, wait. It's really the name of So like I said, beside the point. Um, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not chasing that one anymore. It's it's already caught me and accessed me and I'm accessed you. Yeah. <laughs> you got your jeans accessed, man. Um okay, so perfect segue. The song that you were chasing, song I heard at Ocean a song. A song yeah, I heard. I think that might I've might have actually already heard it once before that, but there was one that I've been wanting them to hear jam about. The song, the song that I'm chasing. Yeah, is um, two. There's probably two of them, but what one of them that's that gets played that I never ever have seen. I've never seen them play. It's ice. It's oh. uh, it always ends up being like two shows before or one show after. I've, yeah, I've caught them, and it's like it's like why don't they ever play? It's ice when I'm there. And yeah, just, and uh, so that one, you know, I'd like to see them do it and do a good version of it. Which yeah, is, you know, getting harder and harder. I'd the other with it. <laughs> yeah, the other one, another riff song, uh, a mic song and they don't play it um i would love to see them play mound uh which i don't know if they even have it in the repertoire anymore it's been a while it, hasn't it yeah it's yeah it's one of those that just kind of goes away and then maybe makes a, an appearance once in a great while yeah that's but one it, that i feel like should be in better rotation i think I it's, like a it's a difficult one to play too i'm sure yeah so, so but that, that those are the two that i'm kind of chasing around but you never those know two, two good they, ones they to chase. pop up yeah yeah <laughs> My, oh, my and I have, I have I have one more that if you ever follow me on Twitter, anybody I'll always reference this song. I love the Sicket disc. The, yeah. the the stuff in the, and I've, I've always called they, it the Sicket disc. Is it Sicket? Yeah, it's the guy. The guy's name is John. I think it's Sicket, isn't it? Okay, I I've could just be been wrong. I'm gonna be saying it wrong. But he, yeah, he was the like the engineer on that. Mm -hmm. And um, I've seen him do all the songs. I've seen My Left Toe. I've seen What's the Use of several times. It caught the quadraphonic toppling it at That's big cypress cool. which oh yeah but the, there's a cut there's several tracks on there that i think they could like slip into um into jams if they had to there's one called the name is slick mm. that's the title of the song is the name the name is slick and it's almost like this two minute interstitial but that, that they could segue from one thing to another with and they never have they've never played it and so yeah. uh, that's almost like a joke for me now is play the name is slick play is the it name is, slick. is it inter is, is it instrumental or does it have yeah, words no it's 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 instrumental Gotcha. So they could do yeah. it without even people yeah. knowing and just right. think it's part of the jam. They they could. And I, I would somebody would pick up on it somewhere. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> probably pick on it before I, I ever did. But that's just kind of my running joke. You would be the song. one. I'm, I'm chasing it. <laughs> <laughs> chasing this song they've never played. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny, man. Well, wow. I just think that it, at uh, the Baker's Dozen, they played End of Session, which is the last yes. song on Story of the Ghost. I'm like, they they could go back and do something like that. You they know, could pull something out of the fire. And they're always looking, they're always doing stuff like, so it's not out of the realm of nothing is <laughs> being impossible. Um, before, before we get into some more of your memories from tour and everything, this just popped in my head because this is something that's recently happened. Um, and I know that you've seen it. Um, last episode or not last episode, one of the previous episodes, um, the band goose got brought up uh -huh. and, 
I was saying that, you know, I haven't really dove into them yet. I'm aware of them, but I haven't really, I couldn't hear a song and tell you, oh, that's this song. Um, right. And we all know that recently Trey has done a set in with Goose and then also did a set in Billy with Strings. Billy Strings, which yeah. I thought was phenomenal because I'm a Billy Strings fan. Um, you, you have any takes on this? You think Trey's, because I've, you, no, you're on, go, you're go on Twitter. Play. Yeah, go play. ahead and play. You know what? If if you got a guitar and and they want you to come on and and play, play. What's wrong with that? Exactly. Um, so I, I, Trey Trey is one of the he's 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 everywhere and he's almost like an unstoppable force of creation. Of, yeah. uh, not of creation in general, but like of no. he's a he's a creator. Exactly. And constantly wants to be creating and finding new people to create with and and so I I, I love that about him. It's fun, um, it's, right? It's it's a ton of fun when when he does it, and and it's a, I, I think it's a ton of fun for the bands that he does it with. Um, Can you I think imagine? They, yeah, I think I think they like that. So I don't know why anybody would uh, would yeah. want to slag on that. But with you being on a part of you know quote unquote fish Twitter, I'm sure that you see all of these. Yeah, I, and actually, I don't. I mean, I don't really know a lot of stuff by like Goose or um, I know Billy some Billy String stuff, but it's mm -hmm. not something I, I don't want to listen to that as as much as not your stuff. bag. But, well, it's okay, yeah. but I'm not you know Gaga over it. But sure, but but I I totally appreciate that other people like listening to them, and I love yeah. when people when when people come in and sit in with bands and and add that little extra element or push people a little bit to That's say fun. here's what I can do. Can you? either keep up or can I keep up with you still at this point, you know, exactly young, young guns or whatever you want to. Yeah. So I, I love that. They, everybody should do that. And and bands do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, like you just mentioned like sun came out the, or they played with Neil Young. Like, yeah. yeah. Del McCurry. I've seen him play with Del McCurry band. That was, that was like um, sun seals came out and played with them again at, at, uh, at camp Oswego in 99, that the hottest festival. Oh my gosh. That was, <laughs> it was, I, people were just melting all oh, over yeah. that place, but that, that was a great one too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun to see them play with, with other artists and, yeah. and it, like, it's great to see Mike play with Leo Kaki yeah. or, you know, they or great stuff. Yeah. They, yeah. they fantastic. They, they Kaki's such a, a different guitar player than Trey yeah, very or different. even, or even listening to, um, I don't know a whole lot of Mike's solo stuff, but um, he played they on the Fish Radio. I think they played some stuff from his solo tour where he plays. Um, oh, what's the song? Um, Destiny Unbound, mm -hmm. and it's it's such a different sound than it is with Fish, but it sounds great because he's got different people interpreting it. Yeah, and and it's it's great. I don't want to just get locked into where you can't play that because you're not Fish. Yeah. It's yeah, also like can. when Tab plays like Sand or whatever, you know, it's still the same song, but it's got a different feel yeah. to it, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw them in the, that first tour in 99 mm -hmm. with the, with it was just him and Russ and uh, Tony. And the right, second yeah. set of that, the first set's just Trey playing acoustic. And the second set was all songs, you know, I'd, it was the first time I'd heard First Tube and God of Jabu. And I mean, this is before he ever played them with Fish. And the set was like two hours long and it just keep going and they just lock in a groove and let, and it was yeah. different than fish because it just let Trey go off. Yeah. You know, Tony just sit there, which is hold play it down, the groove and hold <laughs> it down for as long as he needed to. And it was, it was, he different was the man. Than, right. And, but it's different than Mike who he's not there just to sit and hold a groove for you. Collaborate. He's, the, he's there to, to talk with him. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always, 
I love that stuff. Yeah, it's fun. And it's 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 so funny to me seeing like all of the theories, taking it back to Trey sitting in. It's so funny to like see all the theories of like Trey's doing all these set-ins, he's trying to send a message that fish is done, like all this like <laughs> off the wall stuff. I'm like, you guys are thinking way too much into this. Like he's just he's well, a musician and he wants to play music. <laughs> yeah, but like earlier this year, I think it was when they were in Mexico and he sat in with Dave Matthews before that. Fish is the, and everybody's minds melted. And I'm like, you know, they're friends. You you yeah. do realize these people like each other. This isn't <laughs> the first time that this has happened. Like they've right. played music together before. And there's, they, there's a stage and a microphone and somewhere for Trey to plug into the guitar. He's going to go up there, you yeah. know, if, it, and, and he likes Dave Matthews and they're yeah. going to play. It's exactly. Fun. Dude, people melted down over that. I was like, why? get real man like yeah. if one of your old friends from back whenever you were in your 20s and 30s like was in the same spot as you in a different country and you were playing a show sure. wouldn't you be like hey you want to come do a set like you'd almost be an asshole not to, right right <laughs> but, yeah. or unless yeah. you oh, i don't want to upstage you but like but come on we're let's it's go it's, yeah. yeah mix it up yeah so, yeah I that's my that's my take on that i will more sit-ins i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> Um, okay. I always like to wrap these up with some favorite memories from tour, which we've talked about your, you know, getting into the band, the limestone, uh, yeah, uh, you've already got my good it's, stories. It's great. Any <laughs> other ones that, you know, pop in your head of like, oh, this happened at this show or on the way to this show, we broke down and blah, 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 or whatever. Anything that pops to your head. Yeah. Let me, I need to, I need to think about that. Um, no, I just, some, some, some quirky things like yeah. um i did get to see pork tornado a couple of times that's um, cool they they played in chicago back in like 99 2000 or somewhere around that age and, and they came a couple years in a row and they came to this, this old club called a double door which is no longer there it was a great club and was like within walking distance of our old apartment so getting to see fishman up close with a different band in a bar that's cool yeah a, yeah basically in a bar yeah and, and that so that kind of stuff i love to do you know to 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 find them in different elements yeah. um what other what other i never and, had too many crazy experiences um it's mostly just getting to the shows and and, and coming home from the shows I'm, I'm sure i'll think of something later and go yeah oh, yeah this one time we yeah, did yeah we'll be done recording and you'll be like oh i forgot about that <laughs> Well, I think I've gotten into a lot of the the, the stuff already, but just oh no, you um, have, man. You know, but side note, like Pork Tornado, what a fishman name! Like, oh yeah, I and I couldn't, and I'll tell you this right now, I have the CD and everything. I couldn't name you one Pork Tornado song. I just, <laughs> yeah, I remember he came out in front at one point. Um, I mean, maybe he stayed behind the drums. I'm not sure, but I think he sang um, Divinals. Um, I touch myself was what I remember him singing during that show is it, it, like his quirky fishman thing and everybody yeah. in the whole place singing along with it, which was a lot of fun too. That but is fun, I, man. I, it, that was, that was a good time. Um, and, um, oh, I know, you know what you there's, and this shows you I've listened to your podcast too much. There's one question you didn't ask that I have a which different one? answer. Who would you like to hang out with? Oh, which yeah. Place? But, and, and this is, this is a different one because I don't know if anybody's ever said they just want to sit down and hang out with Paige because or Paige. No, it, I mean, F Fishman would be a blast. Trey, and yeah. I, I think I know Trey and I think I know Mike pretty well. Mike actually his out, you know, if you follow his Instagram and his other stuff, he kind of lets you know what's going on. Here's what mm -hmm. I'm working on. Check out my new base. Yeah. But Paige is kind of this mysterious. What does he do when he's not on fish yeah. tour? 
uh-huh. but he seems like a genuinely nice guy, but he mm-hmm. seems like a genuinely private person. So like, just, just sit down and go, what's life like? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would, I feel like Paige wouldn't, um, and this is just me speculating, but I feel like he wouldn't really open up to your point. I, he feels right. kind of reclusive. Like I'm only going to let you know what I need you to know, but that's you know? okay. I, I, I can mm-hmm. appreciate that too. So it'd it just be nice to maybe sit down, draw him out a little bit and yeah. you know, find out what's going on. But yeah. And you brought that up. That is, that is one of the questions that I took away because it was like, Oh, resounding. never mind. No, you're good. No, you're good. <laughs> but I was like, look at, cause I have everybody saying fishman. <laughs> I have my list right here and I remember now because everyone was like fishman 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 tray every once in a while we get a tray Um, but at the end of the day it's like if I had a chance to hang out or meet any of them I'm not gonna be like oh no I don't I don't want to hang out with with uh, Leo I'm I'm waiting to I'm waiting for fishman you know I'm gonna be like yeah absolutely (laughs) are there any extended family of the band that I can hang out with just to Get right. closer to him like right it's i would pick any of them but yeah or it might be one of those situations situations where like you know what don't meet your don't meet your heroes kind of thing because it might ruin it you never know yeah and that's i don't that's think gotten, that would be the case but yeah no that's gotten brought up a lot you know um and i genuinely and we all could have blinders on but i genuinely think that with any of the band members if you were to meet them in wherever a coffee shop or run into them at dinner. And you're one of those people that wants to interrupt their dinner. I don't think that any of them are going to be like, Hey, fuck off. Like I'm having dinner with my family. They're going to be like, Hey, thanks man. I appreciate you, you know, vibing with this. As long as you're respectful. I think they're, I don't, I I wouldn't be, I don't think I could do that. I think I'd have to just maybe give them a nod and say, thanks and walk on that. I don't, I don't want to interrupt their lives. It would be so hard though. Like I tell myself that I would do the same thing, but like if I were to just be somewhere and I'm like, Oh my God, that's fucking Paige McConnell. I would, I don't know what I would do at the moment. I'd I need to have, agree. I would, I would need to have something new to say to them that they haven't heard a thousand yeah. times before. Besides, you know, your music, you know, your music changed my life, or this and that and the other. And uh, join the club, know, right? So, <laughs> do they, do they really want to hear that again? It's, yeah. it's, you never know. They and and you don't want to be the one that messes up their day. Like, yeah, yeah. that guy interrupted my dinner. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah, I so. think just the. Just the nod as, as much as it would pain me, you know, to be like, God, I could have gotten a picture with one of my heroes. Like just yeah. appreciate you, man. Right. Exactly. Or, like or you do something obscure. So they do remember you just, you memorize pie and you like, just like, Hey page 3.14392, whatever. <laughs> They're like, what? That guy what? Just... Yeah. What? Oh, I know. They would I know. That, I know. I just thought of something experience wise. Um, and this is not related to actually going to shows. I think I sent you a picture a, a while back um, when we're out tri- like road tripping around. I will, uh, my family will indulge me if we're close enough to certain things. Um, a memory popped up in my social media the other day uh, of five years ago. We, we went to a wedding up in Connecticut and we were close enough to Rhode Island to say, hey girls, let's, let's go to Rhode Island so you can say you've been there. Mm-hmm. And I looked along the beach and I found the town of Weekapog to say, let's go. It's just so I can get a picture of them in front of something that said week of pog. Yeah. Uh, they, they indulged me with those little things. And then this past, uh, a few months ago, we were in, in New Jersey and we were going to go look at Princeton. And I said, I know it's near Princeton. The rhombus is near yeah. Princeton. And they indulged me and I found it on the map and went there and we went and 
took a picture of it and and like this is where kind of where the uh the band this is part of the band's lore and yes you know, the, all of this and, and they're like why why are we visiting this thing <laughs> so you're like there's so, so much history here and i love i love those sidelights yeah and you and you sent that to me on twitter and that's actually going to be the uh i've already got it made Oh, that's they, the, there I <laughs> that's the cover photo right there episode 23 right there you we go rhombus i so. love that man dude this is oh real quick um this summer are you you got any shows on the docket you're gonna alpine. be hitting alpine yeah. for sure yeah okay, that's cool. that's all that's pretty much all i'm gonna be able to do and uh my, my friends you. from new york are coming in and they're gonna you know stay here and we'll it's like i said it's it's a quick jaunt straight north and south it's like an hour away oh, yeah. so it's it's pretty easy to get there and, and i love going there it's yeah. uh you know, it's there's fun. no real lot scene but it's one no. that you have to make your own scene because they they don't allow anything there which is yeah. that's the one bummer about it i know but it's be so cool it's that one place where you're on that big flat lot and then you get to the gate and it's just like straight down into the venue and it's so yeah. big and, yeah. Uh, I, if you're I on the lawn, make make sure you're doing your uh, your calf raises a week before. Right. It's super. <laughs> it's super steep and so big. It and, is. Uh, it, yeah. I, but I love going there. I love trying to. You know, if we can get into the pavilion, even better. Um, yeah. It, but it's it's just one of those kind of magical venues. That, it is. That, and I've and there are a lot of places I haven't been, but that's when I'm so glad that I'm so nearby. Close. And and I'm lucky that they play there with yeah. regularity when it's open. And if exactly. not, Chicago's only you know an hour yeah. away the other way. And I'm I'm really fortunate in that. Um, yeah, yeah. So and those shows that they were doing at Northerly Island, um, that little there was a few years where they're consecutively doing that. Um, me and my crew, we hit those, so those were yeah. It's always I saw fun. the ones in twenty. I got to twenty seventeen. The other two, I was off. I was off on road trips with the family, so I missed the year. Like the storm hit, and then yeah, that, that was when I, I only saw the last time they played there right before the Baker's dozen. Yeah, so, I was at the storm cool, one. Cool, it was one. bizarre. And yeah. I, I can't remember if that was the same year that they did that the uh, the wedge that was there. It's and that might yeah, just be I, one that I missed that one. Yeah. yeah, that that was like 2013 or 14. Yeah, 14 sounds about right. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, those are fun, man. Um, well, I'm not going to be making it to Alpine this year, but now that we know each other in the sure. future, um, to meet with whatever you know tour dates coincide with wherever I'm at and wherever you're at. Um, we're at the same show. We got to stop in. Uh, have a drink together or catch a Definitely. set together or say what's up, man. Uh, Tim, Sounds it's good. been so much fun. I've loved hearing your story. Um, <laughs> thanks for hopping on, man. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah. Um, and speaking of reaching out, um, if you want to be on a future episode, shoot me an email at sttf.weareverywhere at gmail.com or just shoot me a DM if you're following on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever. Uh, I'd love to have you on. Tim, thank you so much. Like I said, Hang out, um, stop the recording, and we'll get some logistics hammered out. Thanks again, man. Thanks.